I want a bag, you win it too. Get to it fast, give me some loot. Building my craft, paying my dues. Why the transfer, folks, I didn't do. All this is legal, not from the streets. I'm doing the most, you doing the least. Music to my ears, my money increase. Give me a piece and call it for a lease. I want a bag, you win it too. Get to it fast, give me some loot. Building my craft, paying my dues. Why the transfer, folks, I didn't do. All this is legal, not from the streets. I'm doing the most, you doing the least. Music to my ears, my money increase. Give me a piece and call it for a lease. Uh, you are now tapped into Major versus Indie, and this is your girl Camille Adrian. And today we had Jay and Dixon online. What's good? What's good? How you doing, Camille? I'm doing great. And yourself? Very well, thank you. Very well, thank you for having me. <laughs> awesome. No, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with me. So, let's get started um, with a little bit of background info about yourself and how you got started. Absolutely. So music has always been a part of my life. Uh, I've always been an incredibly open-minded person, even from a young age, before I knew what it meant to be open-minded. So I loved all different genres of music growing up. Uh, specifically, started listening to things like rock and hip-hop, uh, and eventually I just started focusing on hip-hop because it just it just drew me in a lot more. Uh, it's exactly what I loved. I loved everything about it. Uh, I just loved the catchiness of the flows, everything that comes with hip-hop, the culture, and that's just what drew me in. And so I've always been a performer. I, I grew up performing and singing and dancing in church and in school, and eventually I just decided that this is what it is that I want to do and devote 100% of my attention and effort to. And so once I made that decision, I started thinking about what it is that I want to represent uh, and who it is that I want to represent and I'm very, very passionate about remaining authentic and staying true to myself, and so I don't have a, I don't have a rap name or stage name. It is my real name. It's my government name, uh, and that's just because I'm always going to be completely me, uh, no matter how far I go, no matter what it is that I accomplish. Uh, I will always accomplish it as Jaden Dixon, and that's uh, partially inspired by a video I saw of Jay-Z speaking. He just said, I walk into every room as myself. Uh, and, and that's just a great testament to what it is that I look to represent. I want to go into every room as myself uh, with pride and with humility uh, and just with a lot of responsibility, just taking responsibility for my own reputation, for what I represent and what I stand for. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. So you mentioned rock. So how did you get into that? Is that something like you were growing up as a child? and. Yeah, I mean, I was pretty, my parents didn't really uh, force any music on me. So my, my influence was pretty much open to me. And as the internet expanded and as I grew up, I was an adolescent, I just started listening to whatever was coming across me. And next thing you know, I was listening to Linkin Park. And I also loved uh, Guitar Hero when I was growing up. And playing Guitar Hero just exposed me to that whole new, I never would have even expected to listen to that genre because I grew up, I was I was listening to like Lil Wayne, Kanye West, but when I when I started listening to some rock songs, playing video games, I actually enjoyed them. And little did I know they would end up, you know, being some songs that I really appreciate years later. Like right now, I listen to some songs from Guitar Hero, and I really love them. Man, that's just something that I enjoy knowing that about myself. But I also know that hip hop is is definitely a preference for me. Um, but I am inspired to make a great plethora of genres of music. Um, that's very much inspired by X was another huge inspiration for me, uh, both in his uh, persona and just the, the magnitude that he had as an individual. 
like the, the impact that he had is, is something I very much look to emulate. And then uh, his diversity in his music, another thing that I also very much look to emulate. And I'm excited to continue to branch out. A lot of the unreleased excuse me, music I have right now is, is going into different subgenres, and a lot of genre blending is on its way for me. Absolutely love it, and rest in peace to X. And you mentioned Guitar Hero. Speaking of, you know, games and being stuck in the house with this coronavirus, how have you been coping with that? I've just been working, literally. And I I work 52 hours a week right now at my full-time job, and then I'm still full-time in school uh, working on that remotely. So I pretty much, uh, a day in the life right now is wake up around 5, get to work at 6, get off at 5 p.m., and then do my schoolwork until I go to sleep. And then once my off days, I have two off days every week, and once those come around, I do as much schoolwork as I can get done and then hit the studio for as long as I can. And that's just been my seven days a week, every week um, during this pandemic. It's been a lot of hard work, but I feel like I'm just improving. I feel like I'm building. It's been a lot of pressure, but it's been that good pressure, uh, that pressure that makes diamonds. And it, I'm, just in a, I'm just in a motivated and a, a phase right now. Love it, love it, love it. And you mentioned going to school, so what are you studying? I major in philosophy, and then I minor in music. Uh, and I go to nice. Bowdoin College, uh, which is a small liberal arts college in Maine. Shout out. <laughs> cool. Are there, now, are there a lot of opportunities out there where you are? Is it pretty diverse? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not diverse. Diverse ain't the word for it, but, but there is plenty of opportunities. <laughs> Uh, I grew okay. up in Orlando, Florida, the Orlando, Florida area. Specifically, I'm from Davenport, Florida, which is a suburb uh, in South Orlando. But mm-hmm. there is plenty of diversity here. And for me to go up to Maine, uh, I'm just, I've just been spoiled with all sorts of diversity. And so going up to Maine is just the complete opposite. It is not very diverse up there at all. Uh, but there are plenty of opportunities. The school that I go to is very very incredible. Uh, it's presented amazing opportunities for me. Uh, I got to take a course at Harvard Business School. I got to intern at Columbia University in New York City, and recently I studied at King's College London in London, and all of that is thanks to uh, Bowdoin College and the opportunities that it presented to me. And so I'm very grateful for that school as well as that's also where I started getting really serious about music because once I got up there, I got to utilize the resources there on campus studios that a lot of students are not using or utilizing and they're kind of just sitting there and so it felt perfect it was like man this place is i'm i'm the person that they need here to be actually using the stuff that they have available to people and so that was a once again me taking on a it felt if you it always feels like a responsibility once i realize there's an opportunity there it's, it's my it becomes my responsibility to achieve whatever goal there is to be achieved okay okay nice so like, for someone who has never um, studied music, what is it like? Uh, it, it can get a little frustrating at times to feel a little forced. Just because a lot of the time what we love about music as humans is the, the part that doesn't feel forced, the part that feels really emotional, feels like we get in touch with, with our soul and with our emotions. And when you put it in a textbook or when you uh, put it into a very technical learning aspect, you kind of take away from that. But what I've come to learn in this manifest and in my, my music career as well is just sometimes you just got to put in that work. And it, it's, it's worth it. That's, that's what I can say about it. it. Sometimes it feels a little bit forced. It feels a little too structured. 
Uh, but especially when it comes to, like, music theory or, uh, for instance, one of these, I took a class called Intro to Music in Africa, and I was given a presentation on how um, music was used as a political tool uh, to fight against the oppression caused by apartheid uh, in South Africa. And so it just allows me to see music from a very different lens, real technical, sometimes historical, uh, and also it allows me to appreciate uh, the history of music and what it has meant to humanity. And one thing that we see in life is that things just continue to change and evolve, and we always say things will never be the same. But there are some constants about music. I mean, from the beginning of time, we sort of use music as an escape or as therapy, regardless of mm -hmm. what it was uh, or for what reason. It's like we use it. It's just been a therapeutic tool. And thinking of it in that lens, which is what I really discovered through studying it, allows me to appreciate it even more and get that soulful connection even deeper. And so uh, I appreciate it. And, and that's, what it, that's what it's like. I love it. I love it. So what inspires you um, when you're writing your music? And you sit down and you want to write a song. Like, what is your biggest... Um, you know, form of inspiration? Yeah, my inspiration definitely comes from life. Uh, and and, it, and that sounds real broad in general, but I mean it as as seriously as, as I can. I mean, everything that I write and everything that you hear in my songs is literally what I'm going through from my perspective. And I think that's just a beautiful thing. I think when I can see into somebody else's mind, I think it is just the most all-striking thing that, that could take place. X was someone who really made me realize that, like, one thing about X's music is, like, you can see into his mind. Like, you can feel his perspective through his music, and I wanted to very much embody that. And I think I've done well. I, I can do better, and I'm always going to be able to do better, and I'm looking forward to doing a better job of that. But what I know for sure is that in 10 years, I'm going to be able to look at my arsenal of music, and every single track, I can tell you what was going on in my life and where I was, and it, it, it speaks so many more words than a, than, a, than a picture ever could. I love it. I love it. Well, that's what I major in in philosophy comes from. I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so we first came across you. Um, uh, we learned about what song was it? Furry Lease. So what was that song about? That song was And where about... did you get that name from, too? Sorry, it's like a double question, but I was always curious no, about that song. <laughs> Absolutely. So... I didn't talk about, I didn't, earlier I forgot to mention that I, I, I started in music while playing piano, and that's where it all started. Is I started playing piano, and I never took lessons or anything like that, but I, I played at home, and I played at school, and I've played piano for over 10 years now, and piano is just, that was the foundation of my musical knowledge, was, was piano. And one of the greatest composers of all time is Beethoven, and one of Beethoven's most famous, if not his most famous song, that that song yeah. <laughs> is, <laughs> yeah. is called Fur Elise. Uh, and it was originally arranged and composed by Beethoven himself, a, a classical uh, piano composer and player. And he created that, uh, the thing I just hummed, but I decided to take that and merge it with hip-hop, something that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. How are you going to take classical music and mix it with this this grimy and hype genre, um, and 
additionally, at the same time, I was in London, and that was the first time in my life being in London. So I was overwhelmed with joy at that time. I mean, that really was the highlight of my life up to this point, was just studying abroad in London. It was my first time outside the country. And then in that mental state already, I received my dream internship. And so once I received my dream internship, uh, I had to make a song about it. And that's what Fur Elise is about. Fur Elise, uh, there's a music video. I'm dressed up in the music video. It's because I got my dream internship in corporate America uh, with the crazy good bonus that I'm very much looking forward to allocating to our music. And that song is a celebration. That's exactly what it is. Uh, I recorded the music video in London while I was there. Uh, and I recorded it very shortly after I, I received the, the call letting me know that I did get an, an offer for the internship. And that is what inspired me. So it's a mix between everything I, I just named. It was it was me connecting to my musical roots and connecting it with Beethoven and then me bringing in, getting the bag and doing it too and putting it all together. And that's what happened. It, I, I came in after class one day and I recorded that in my room in London. Wow. <laughs> I love it. Now, did you do that uh, that piano piece? Like, did, Who helped you put that beat together? Oh, uh, there's a there's a producer named Phantom Phantom Music. Uh, he's based in L.A. Um, I found him online. Pretty much, once I I actually bought the beat from him. Like I just found the beat, and the beat already had the sample on it. And I already had that idea in my mind of version classical. And it felt too right. It was too right when it happened. That's why the whole song happened at like one time in one day. Cause I already had all of that on my mind. I came home and I looked through beats like I do every day. And it happened to just be, like, he just recently released the beat at the time. I just happened to come across it on the right day. And as soon as I heard it, I remember I went past it. And I was like, hold on, hold on, let me go back. And I went back. I said, I'm getting on this for anybody else. Because I know I have the idea for it. And so <laughs> it, little did I know it would become my biggest song. It, it really changed my, that song changed my whole career, for real. I love it. I love it. I love it. Nice. Well, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So fast forwarding after fast forwarding, excuse me, after that. So what were your what were your plans? So you were in London. So after London, after the internship, after Furry Lee's, like what was next for Jaden Dixon? Uh, that was a big checkpoint for me. And what was next for me at that point was to outdo myself. I I didn't know Furry Lee's would be a good song or a big song, and once I saw how big it got. Uh, it just made me want to do better. That's all. And and, the, and to be completely honest, the satisfaction from it wore off quickly, just like most big successes. Like, it happened. It did really well. I was really hyped about it. I was really happy. But the next thing that went to my mind is, okay, now i got to maintain this. Now i got to build up from this. Now i got to expand upon this. Now I don't, I'm not excited about this anymore. This song is old now. So what's next? And that's what you're asking me now. And I'm, I'm telling you, what is next is amazing music. Excuse me. Oh, I have been, like I told you, I got five songs that are ready to get released right now as we speak. Uh, and I'm just planning the releases on them. I have one song coming out on May 8th uh, called Bad Habits. And then, I, and then I have a song coming out on May 22nd called Tell Me What You Want. I have three other tracks on the way uh, after that. But right now, that song was a transition from 
make a really big start to go to attention to now get incredibly consistent and give your fan base something to come back to uh, while you continue to expand. And that's where I am right now. I'm in building mode, like I said, and that's in every aspect of my life, but I'm looking to make the best music possible. And for at least the first song that I got kind of like a little bit of hype on, a lot of my music is, is rather diverse. And it's not always appropriate to get hype or, or really like turn up on a song, but a lot of my listeners have loved that side of me. And so I'm going to give them what they want. And I don't feel like that side of me because it, it just feels good. And I'm, I'm happy when I'm like that. And I just want to be giving up good energy. I'm tired of having bad energy in my life at this point. And I just had a lot of unexpected bad energy recently. And so songs like that are ones that I'm happy when I'm making. Uh, it, it's all coming together right now in my career. Nice. I love it. I love it. Well, is there anything else you want to plug? Yes, definitely. Like I said, May 8th, May 8th, 2020, I'll be releasing my new single, Bad Habits, featuring EC. Uh, we're really excited about releasing this track. It's going to be the beginning of a new wave of music coming from me. Uh, for release, I'm very proud of it. I love that song. In my mind and in my heart, that song in the past. It's time to upgrade. It's time to outdo it. It's time to expand on everything in numbers and on every social media platform. Please follow me on every social media platform. Um, my handle on Instagram and Twitter to begin with is my name, Jaden Dixon, J-A-D-E-N-D-I-X-O-N. And there's a second end at the end of the Dixon. And from there, you can find everything. Also, you can find everything from my website, jadendixon.com, J-A-D-E-N-D-I-X-O-N.com. Uh, and other than that, thank you. And before I go, I want to let you know nothing can stop you. Uh, that's what I say every day to myself. I have a tattoo on my shoulder. Uh, I live by it. Nothing can stop you. Nothing can stop me and nothing can stop you. Whatever it is that you want to do, don't let anything get in your way of getting to whatever it is that you want to do. Uh, and always make a way. Always have a plan and always make a way and make it happen. And be proactive and do it today, not tomorrow. <laughs>